Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's a chilly Wednesday here in Alberta, but, you know, it is February, so just how we roll. I um, was concerned this morning because it was really, really warm yesterday, and then everything um, was all melty, and then it got really chilly, which can mean ice, and yeah. But you know what? It's just life. And it's uncomfortable, and it's messy, and we often feel like we're constantly being challenged. Life's not trying to work against us. The universe isn't out to get us. But we are incarnated on this planet at this time, and it's lots of challenging situations and lots of learning, lots of soul growth, all that stuff that I preach to you about. But it's true. And it's happening whether we like it or we don't like it. (laughs) So I encourage you to find the stuff that makes you smile. Find the humor. Find the humor. It's really easy to get stuck in the snarly (laughs) energy. Guilty. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Just annoyed and snarly and not happy and... You know, everything feels overwhelming. Everything feels messy. But, you know, we can work through it. We do work through it. Like, it's not like we don't. But oftentimes we are just so overwhelmed and stuck in the messiness that we can't see to the other side, right? And really awakening or, you know, understanding our true nature is kind of the whole point of why we're here. Whether you like it or don't like it, it's happening, so deal, right? Isn't that kind of how it just goes? Like, yeah, I know. It is messy. (laughs) Messy. And, you know, we all have this, like, innate need to help others. Like, we can't help it, right? And even though... We may fight against it, or we may not be happy about it, or we may, like, you know, get totally overwhelmed, frustrated with it. Let's be real. We have this innate need to help others. We are all innately good. Somewhere in there, even when it doesn't feel like it, or when other people don't feel like they are, like, it's just this messy polarity at times, and it's like weird I don't know and we all have these quirky little weird things that we do or that we'll use to shut off or deny what's happening in our world and everybody does it like it's not just you and that is good to know because we are all in this together and sometimes it just simply does not feel that way I find myself in the last couple weeks, well, I was um, putting on a 4-H event, our district communications, and our club was hosting, and there was a lot of details, a lot of details, and I had to ask for help, and I got it. My parents are so fantastic, but I was getting quite crusty because just so many details. And then when I got all the order of the speakers and all the stuff, I realized, oh, my goodness, I need more judges. So it's it's a communications event. So the kids do public speaking in front of a crowd or presentations. And it's a big deal because it's terrifying for the kids. But this is one of the things that the 4-H program does to get kids, you know, practiced and a little more confident because let's be real, public speaking terrifies everybody. (laughs) And so 4-H is a great program in that. 
And I've noticed huge changes in my kids since, you know, they were they started the program till now. It's amazing. Even though they don't realize it always or understand how it's helped them, it is. It's epic. And so, you know, I want it, it to go smooth because it's like a bunch of volunteer judges and that we give them a gift. But it's like people are volunteering their time and it's, it's busy and it's like we're asking a lot. And these kids are so amazing. They still make it worth it. And so, yeah, doing all these details, and I was worried that I was going to forget some because I've never done it by myself before because we always had a, a club that did it with us. But, you know, they decided not to run this year. Just It just is getting to be too much. And so, yeah, I was stressed. And because of that, I ended up with some weird things happening, like my eyes were swelling and all puffy and, like, just weird little things. And I'm like, okay, I don't have time to deal with you right now, though. And probably because I wasn't making good choices in managing my stress. I ate a lot of chips. <laughs> but it's not good or bad, right? I get now that it's over and it went very well. Whew. I got lots of compliments. So my parents did an amazing job. But when you're in the moment of something and you're dealing with it, you don't see all the things you do that might not be beneficial for you because you're just dealing, right? And you're trying to find the comfort zone. You're trying to find ways to get through it. And it's not until you're out of it and you're on the other side and it's over and you can't change anything that you can reflect back, and that's where you get the good learning. It's not when you're in it because <laughs> it's, you're just too busy, Right? You don't take that time for reflection, and that's okay. You don't always have to, right? But now that it's over, I'm like, okay. So I went to the eye doctor to make sure that there wasn't something, like, with my actual eye, because I don't know. And thankfully, no. Yay! I didn't know if it was because, you know, I was on the computer too much or, like, do I need glasses? Like, I didn't know. Luckily, I don't. He says I can just stick with my readers until I get sick of it which I won't because I spend too much time outside. And I don't think I would take care of glasses very well. Self-awareness, right? Knowing myself. So I, I said thank you, but no, I'll stick with this until, until I don't want to anymore. And I'm being stubborn. <laughs> Not going to lie, I'm being a little stubborn about it. And so when you can figure out you, right, all the ways that you distract yourself, you're mean to yourself, you're mean to other people, you're sneaky, you're jealous, you're critical, you're manipulative, like all of those things. It's embarrassing and it's uncomfortable and we don't always want to look at it. But here's the thing. If you do take the time to look at it, it gains you a deeper understanding not only of yourself but the rest of the world because you're not the only one that does these things. Everybody, this is something I've always innately known, everybody has a reason for doing what they do. And you can think they're wrong, that's fine, but they have their reason, and to them their reason makes sense. We are in a time of learning tolerance, compassion, and I feel like we're kind of Seeing things differently in order to create change, and it is freaking messy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't go down the political road because it's just not my thing. I mean, I follow what I can, but I find it so overwhelming and so much posturing. And I'm part of this committee, and I get super annoyed when I get um, information they've sent out, it has a political party favoritism flavor to it. It annoys me. Like, yeah. Luckily, I am who I am, and I can sort through those parts and dismiss it because I'm not playing that game with you. I'm not going to be manipulated that way. 
But at the same time, I do feel like this information is valuable, and it annoys me because it, it takes me extra time to sort through it, right? And the group that I belong to is supposed to be nonpartisan. Like, it's not supposed to be leaning one way or the other, which leads me to one of my favorite things. The reason I teach self-awareness is because we are so bombarded with subliminal messages all the time. And I want us all to become so aware of who we are and what that is doing and how that is affecting us that we are able to pick and choose. We are able to look at that and say, oh, really? Huh. I see what you're doing there. Do I agree with you? No, so I'm going to let it go, and I'm not going to let it color or influence me, color my choices or influence my choices. At the same time, I see what you're doing there. I do agree with you, so I can move forward kind of, you know, in alignment. Neither way is good or bad because this is the energy we're in. There's no straight line of right and wrong, good and bad. It's all curvy, messy, twisty. Figure it out for yourself. You're not going to get handed answers. You have to figure out the answers. I mean, get good supports, though, right? People to help you. Find those teachers, those wisdom keepers, the people that, you know, help you understand you. You want them. Get your energy cleared. Find some meditation practices that work for you. Totally love them. Just to calm the monkey mind. So, like, I'm trying to replace a computer, and I'm being weird about it. Like, seriously weird about it, and I'm not sure why. (laughs) Oh, that's not true. I was thinking about this morning, and I do know why. It's because the money, right? Alberta's in an economic crisis. We're we're being so careful where we spend our money. And I just upgraded a monitor, and I'm looking at a new, you know, desktop, and I don't know if I want a tower or if I want, you know, an all-in-one. But if I have an all-in-one, then I just bought this monitor, and that annoys me. And I go down these roads, and I'm, like, all over the place with it. And I said to my husband this morning, I don't know why I'm being so weird about it. But I am. So there's a reason. Dig deeper, right? Look at why you do what you do so that you can be like, oh, all right. It is. It's it's the money. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that I upgraded and then it, it all crashed anyway. And there's part of me that's like, well, you're psychic. You should have known. Actually, I don't often do that to myself. But probably, right, if I dig deeper into all my shadows, well, then why did I do that? Because it's it's interesting, actually, now that I say that, because 15 years ago I would have thought that, and now it's like, I mean, some things just are what they are. It's not good or bad. It's just deal. Like, whatever doesn't, there's no, not everything is a sign. And that's one of the, you know, important things to learn. That desktop crashing after I upgraded and I was so happy It's not a sign because the next desktop I bought crashed also, and I had to send it back. So obviously I'm not buying the right thing or whatever. Could be a sign, might not be a sign. You do not have to be obligated to figure everything out in the moment either, right? Sometimes we just have to live our life. Because if you're too much in the you know, crown chakra energy, that is also not healthy for you. You can be unbalanced that way. Don't forget to wear your hats. Someone was, and I were just talking about that yesterday. I love wearing a hat just to chill out my crown chakra. Sometimes it just needs to be, no, thank you. I'm not doing this today. What messages are you getting and what are you doing about it? What are you learning about you that makes you go, oh, man, I'm cringing that I do that? But you have a reason. Dig to the root of the reason. 
Because, you know, we do have this need to help others at the same time protect ourselves. Protecting ourselves from pain, right? We can be driven by, you know, that feeling that we have to be good all the time. We can be motivated by feelings of obligation or guilt. Some do good just to keep themselves out of trouble. Some are driven by the prospect of rewards in this life or maybe in a future life. Like there is so many reasons why we do what we do, right? And we need to know. Be present with what's going on with you in your world. And sometimes it's just be present. I don't know. It's so, it's messy, right? But this journey of self-awareness is messy. But the more we get to understand ourselves, the more we will understand others. And we do want to help people, right? I haven't met anyone who doesn't want to help humanity in some way, shape, or form. And it doesn't mean it has to be something, you know, all-encompassing and takes all your time and energy, just figure out you. That is helping the world, right? Doesn't have to be like, you know, like a celebrity type thing where everybody recognizes you for the good you do. What if you're just doing things in your community? A small thank you. When we're continuous, continuously protecting ourselves from the pain, it just doesn't work, and we know this, right? If we just keep ourselves distracted and in our comfort zone, it will cut us off from experiencing this life in the fullest, and we know it doesn't work, <laughs> right? Something will happen to bump you out of it, so, you know, <laughs> when our main goals are to gain comfort and to avoid that discomfort, we'll disconnect and be threatened by others. And you know what? There's a lot of that energy right now. We have to remember and to notice when there's kindness, when good things happen. I had to work on that. I found myself getting quite jaded. Nobody wants to help me. That that like and nobody wants to do anything like you know we can go down that road and like well then why should i help why should i do anything to but is that actually true no you're just using it as a denial to not but you know we're all vulnerable in some ways and we need to you know try to be kind try to have compassion Try to see. And that doesn't mean you have to fix everything and help everybody all the time because that's energy depleting, especially for these empaths. But try to do what you can when you can. And when you can't or don't want to, take it as an opportunity to look at yourself and why. Just experience our feelings, feel what you feel, and just, let it float through. Not everything has to be analyzed. Because sometimes the good analysis doesn't come till like, way later. Like, now that this event is all done, I can look at what I did, how I did it, where I could do better, and I am going to do some things to make it easier for next year. I'm going to do it now to make it easier. But you don't know till you know, Right. Sometimes we're so hard on ourselves because we expect ourselves to be perfect all the time or we are embarrassed when other people see our imperfections or that we didn't do things exactly right and we feel judged and embarrassed. But is that realistic? I'm going to use my 4-H kids. You know, they got up there and not everybody did this stellar job. No, that's not true. They all did a stellar job. 
but did it go as well as they thought it should? No. All of them after, like, oh, I could have done this, oh, I could have done this. But here's the thing. Nobody else knew, (laughs) right? One of my presenters was doing this amazing T-shirt craft, and it totally screwed up, and she just rolled with it beautifully, like, well, this happens. Sometimes it doesn't go like you had planned, and she did amazing. She won, and she should have won because it was beautiful, and she just handled it, right? She just went with it. A lot of adults could learn from her in the way she handled that situation. We can get so defensive when we do things wrong. And you've all worked in some way or form, whether in a professional or setting or a committee setting or volunteering setting with someone who cannot admit when they screwed up and who will lie and deflect and blame somebody else because they just don't have it in them to say, yeah, I did that, I screwed that up. And they're not a happy person. They're a little aggressive. They're kind of crusty. Don't be them. I screwed up a lot during this event where, oh, the paperwork wasn't perfect, and someone sent me a title that was wrong. I wish the the competitor would have came and told me we would have changed it on the program, but I didn't know. And so I can beat myself up over it or not. The kids were harassing me about it because they realized, and I'm like, hey, look, it wasn't me. But really? So what if it was? Because the other stuff was me. I'm like, yep, sure did do that. Yep, I obviously need to do better, right? Because that's the thing. As long as we're trying to do better next time, as long as we take it as a learning and admit to it. But there's a lot of people that struggle with that. It is too embarrassing and shameful, and it creates havoc in their energy fields that's not good. It can mess up their chakras, mess up their auras, like all that stuff. It's all energy. We know this. So what, how do you handle it? What do you do? I mean, when you get embarrassed by something, it feels terrible. You feel like something is really wrong with you, but really, it's not. You're human. You make mistakes. And you know, the people that are all judgy, cranky about, oh, did you know what she did? Oh, Like, at least you gave them something to talk about, right? Sometimes I feel like it happens just so those people that want to crank and complain get something to complain about where, whatever, there you go, there's your present. You can complain that I wrote that name wrong. You can complain that I had the date wrong in her title. You get to complain about that because it's true. So you're welcome. The other thing that I did at this event is I started it off with humor, talking about the judges that I had, and I said, yes, I realize I owe a lot of favors to the people in this room. I am understanding that, and everybody laughed, and I wanted to set that tone, because really, it's stressful enough for the kids. Let's not make, let's not be asshole adults, right? It's up to us. And just becoming aware of all your shadows, you know, and just dealing with it. Oh, huh. So, yeah, that happens, and then I feel that, and then that goes back to me feeling this way. Oh, okay. So this triggers me into feeling rejection or feeling alone. Okay. All right, then. Because if you understand yourself, you'll understand why you do what you do. Because there's certain things that just get our bristles up. (laughs) I was, you know, working with someone last month, and um, she was being kind of cranky. And I knew, well, hello, I'm psychic. Of course I knew that uh, her and her husband were having disagreements about things that was going on. And I knew that's where it was coming from, and she was taking it out on me. Not in big ways where I had to, like, do something about it, but ways that I just rolled my eyes and I'm like, well, I'm having boundaries with this because 
I'm not doing this, but I'm also not going to let it affect me because I know where it's coming from, and it'll work itself out, right? It did. She brought it all up and was telling me all about it, and I'm like, well, I did know that. So I take it as a yay me for being psychic, right? Like, celebrate. Oh, yay. Good good psychic hits going on there. And, um, and her and I chatted about how it, you know, made her feel. Like, we ended up having a little soul session about it and, um, you know, what triggers you and how this affected you and, you know, because, we also have to be aware of what we're doing and who we're snapping at when we're mad at somebody else. Because some of the things she was doing, I'm like, oh, please don't get us our business into trouble. Because she was not being very reasonable about some things, and I'm like, I get where you're coming from, and whatever. Because don't forget our actions and words do have consequences. And they did in this case. You know, I didn't bend over backwards to be flexible on some things when I just was too busy. I said no. Whereas before or if the energies were different, if she hadn't have been snappy with me about some weird things, I may have tried harder to make it work. But this is actually better because I got to see where I wasn't having clear boundaries. And let's face it, that's on me. Saying no sometimes is not a bad thing. But we can get caught up in that, I'll make it work. I'll get it done. And as soon as you're making that heavy sigh, you know you don't really want to. You do, right? And just being aware of it. It doesn't mean you have to change what you're doing, but you can if you want to. Because knowing yourself gives you opportunities to create change. You can't create change if you don't know, right? Just like when you learn a new skill or tool about something, you're like, ma'am, why didn't I know that before? Well, because you didn't, right? It is what it is. We get to find out things and divine right timing. You can look at it if you want to. Or just just happens, right? It's all good. All right. Check the time because I have an amazing guided imagery for us today about becoming self-assured. Because becoming more self-assured means that you are able to see these things. You are able to recognize yourself and make choices that are in alignment with you, right? Getting to know yourself. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just checking how long it is. Nice. All right. So I'm going to give you about 30 seconds to shake off the energy, dance around if you need to, have a drink of water, all that stuff. I'm going to do the same. Okay. So let's get comfortable. Feet flat on the floor if you like. Have your energy grounded. Ready to jump into this meditation. All right. Becoming aware of breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on the breath. Then let's take three big, deep breaths as deeply as possible. to release and then letting go.
as your normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around wafting around head, neck and shoulders, and with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, There's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues. comfortable, down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering, is it a breathing of the breeze, or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus, every breath drifting deeper now. the gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through feet. Now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease, being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily, moving all around and all through. So, that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. <sighs> deeply relaxed. With mind, body, in harmony now, calmly and comfortably, bringing forward images easily and effortlessly as any or all of the senses heighten bringing to life within an image, a feeling perhaps of confidence. It might be perhaps that asking, what does confidence mean, creates a feeling of self-assurance. So let's bring forward an image that stands for self-assurance. Might be the beginning. Bring forward that image that to you stands for self-assurance. And getting a sense of it, feel what you're feeling, notice what you notice, see what you see. Just to notice about it. Maybe even to recognize someone else 
in life that has it? What do they seem like? How does it show up? This something called self-assurance. What is the essential thing about it? And as there is a sense of getting closer in, noticing about it. How does it feel to be with an image or of self-assurance? Coming to know about this image that stands for self-assurance, it might also be interesting finding out that no matter what, a person with self-assurance might also know that having even more of it having a solid inside feeling of boosted self-assurance would be ideal for most anything and everything. Allowing the imagination door to open wider, even wider now and continue imagining more. It's early in the morning, just as the sun begins to rise after a healthy climb up to a peak and approaching the top. Imagine that someone might possibly be spreading their arms out wide and making a full turn around. taking in the full panoramic view, as if to be embracing it all. They say sometimes people do kind of thing as they create. The claim is that it is a wonderful feeling Breathing it all in, that self-assurance energy, taking in all of the energy of this lifted, expansive view as though owning it all. Right there and then, at the top of this peak, what they do next is really kind of out there. But many say it's a powerful practice. Imagining the next steps. Making declarations and affirming about goal accomplishment with arms spreading out widely, sending energy out into the world. First, flooding the inner mind with positive, powerful statements. Until they cannot help but be speaking the statements out loud. been said that by speaking aloud positive declarations and affirmations, a feeling of being empowered spreads all around and all through. What 
is the important thing about it all. You decide. Is it imagining the energy of the expanded view? The positive declarations and affirmations? The feeling of empowerment? Or the boosted self-assurance within? And now, let's go deeper and deeper. More deeply comfortable now, letting the mind drift and more calm all around and all through. Wonder what it might be like to be owning complete and total self-assurance. Remember that image that stood for self-assurance? What did it mean? What would it seem like to view the world as that? How would the world seem to be through the eyes of total self-assurance? How would that feel? Imagining and getting the sense of the feeling of complete and total self-assurance. Because we are becoming that. Just as, as others have become it, so can we become it. Creating a way of being that brings results wanted as we totally lock the feeling into the deeper subconscious mind. So now we're standing at the top of our symbolic staircase. And with every step down, we reinforce it all. 20. 19. 18. 17. 16. 15. 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Now, any negatives have already dissipated and disintegrated, drifting deeper into the positive domain, and now beginning to be flowing forward in boosted self-assurance, creating a new habit of becoming self-assured, ongoing with everything and anything and repeating this way of being more often, more of the time. It does become a habit, habit of being self-assured, all around and all through, all around and all through. Imagining total and complete self-assurance in every aspect of life and saying, I like it. And so, in just right timing, as we let all the images fade for now, the strength of them stays with you as we bring back the importance of this experience into conscious, outer awake life, first at zero, to reinforce the positives gained. And at one, with a deep cleansing breath in and release. Two, realizing where you've placed yourself, the room you are in. Three, 
with a wonderful sense of well-being, bringing back the good, the positive, and the true from this experience. And four, more alert and wide awake. And now five, eyes open, wide awake, and alert. One, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake, and alert. Nice. Say your first name out loud. Did you feel that in your body? I was feeling it a lot in my um, sacral chakra. Interesting. Nice. So for those of you that love positive affirmations, I really like the part where you're visualizing or imagining you're at that top and your arms are spread wide, and you're, like, saying those positive things, you know, do that. If you can stand on a stool and stretch your arms wide open and say positive things to yourself as a little meditation that's personal for you, you're going to find some amazing results. Anything to help us be better understand ourselves better, have a better day. It's a crazy world we live in, but it's also quite fascinating if we choose to look at it that way. So I'm going to send you all off with that lovely meditation, and I hope you're feeling great. And don't forget to look for the good things in your life when you're getting all caught up in the weirdness. Notice what you notice, see what you see, feel what you feel, and sending you all a great big hug. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.